welcome to Revitalize Everyday Audio Bible with your host, me, Lily Lincoln. Today we'll be looking at Genesis 6, Matthew 6, and Psalm 6. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, there is nothing that we experience that you do not understand. Nothing that can consume and overwhelm us more than the love you have for us. Father, even on our lowest days, our darkest days, even in the most challenging situations, you are still God. And in fact, you have been our home forever, long before the mountains were born and long before you gave the the earth itself to be birthed. And Father, what I mean by this is from the beginning of time, you've desired us and loved us. And I thank you for that. As I read your word today, draw many hearts to you. Bring people closer to you through the truth of your word, through the instruction of your word, through the protection of your word and your promises. Holy Spirit, would you help me? Would you also work in me as I desire for you to work in others? Would you also illuminate me? Would you also challenge me? Bless those who are listening. And as your word says, Father, this is for instruction, rebuke, correction, exposing rebellion, showing us truth and salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Let that be done today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Genesis 6. Now it happened when men began to multiply on the face of the land and the daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and desirable and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose and desired. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive and remain with man forever, because he is indeed flesh, sinful, corrupt, given over to sensual appetites. Nevertheless, his days shall yet be a hundred and twenty years. There were Nephilim, men of stature, notorious men, on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God lived with daughters of men and they gave birth to their children, these were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown, great reputation and fame. The Lord saw the the wickedness, the pravity of man was great on the earth and that every imagination or intent of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. The Lord regretted that he had made mankind on the earth and he was deeply grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy, annihilate mankind, whom I have created from the surface of the earth, not only man, but the animals and the crawling things and the birds of the air, because it deeply grieves me to see mankind sin, and I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor and grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generations, family history of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, one who was just and had right standing with God, blameless in his evil generation. Noah walked and lived in habitual fellowship with God. Now Noah became the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The population of the earth was corrupt, absolutely depraved, spiritually and morally putrid in God's sight. And the land was filled with violence, desecration, infringement, outrage, assault, and lust for power. God looked on the earth and saw how debased and degenerate it was, 
for all humanity had corrupted their way on earth and lost their true direction. God said to Noah, I intend to make an end of all that lives. For through men the land is filled with violence, and behold, I am about to destroy them together with the land. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make it in rooms, stalls, pens, coops, nests, cages, compartments, and coat it inside and out with pitch, bitumen. This is the way you are to make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for light and ventilation for the ark, and finish it to at least a cubit, that's 18 inches from the top, and set the entry door of the ark in its side, and you shall make it with lower second and third decks. For behold, I, even I, will bring a flood of waters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens in which there is breath and spirit of life. Everything that is on it, everything that is on the land shall die, but I will establish my, establish my covenant, solemn promise and formal agreement with you, and you shall come into the ark, you and your three sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you, and of every living thing found on land, you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of fowls and birds according to their kind, of animals according to their kind, and of every crawling thing of the ground according to its kind. Two of every kind shall come to you to keep them alive, and also take with you every kind of food that is edible, and you shall collect and store it, and it shall be food for you and for them. So Noah did this, according to all that God commanded him. That is what he did. Psalm 6 Prayer for mercy in time of trouble. To the chief musician on stringed instruments set possibly an octave below, this is a psalm of David. O Lord, do not rebuke or punish me in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Have mercy on me and be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am weak, faint, frail. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are dismayed and anguished. My soul, as well as my body, is greatly dismayed. But as for you, O Lord, how long until you act on my behalf? Return, O Lord, rescue my soul. Save me because of your unfailing the steadfast love and mercy. For in death there is no mention of you. In Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, who, who will praise you and give you thanks? I am weary with my groaning, and every night I soak my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping, and my eyes grow dim with grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you who do evil. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication, my plea for grace. The Lord receives my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly horrified. Let them turn back. Let them suddenly be ashamed of what they have done. Matthew chapter 6. Be very careful not to do your good deeds publicly to be seen by men. Otherwise you will have no reward prepared and awaiting you with your Father who is in heaven. So whenever you give to the poor, 
and do acts of kindness. Do not blow a trumpet before you to advertise it, as the hypocrites do, like actors acting out a role in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be honored and recognized and praised by men. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, they already have their reward in full. But when you, when you give to the poor and do acts of kindness, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give in complete secrecy so that your charitable acts will be done in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Also, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray publicly standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets so that they may be seen by men. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, they already have their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your most private room, close the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees you, who sees what is done in secret will, will reward you. And when you pray, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. So do not be like them, praying as they do, for your Father in heaven knows what you need before you ask him. Before you ask him. Pray then in this way, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive what as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and awful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, nurturing your hurt and anger with that result that interferes with your relationship with God, then your father will not forgive your trespasses. And whenever you are fasting, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they put on a sad and dismal face, like actors, discolouring their faces with ashes or dirt, so that their fasting may be seen by men. I assure you, most solemnly say to you, they already have their reward in full. But when you fast, Put oil on your head as you normally would to groom your hair and wash your face so that your fasting will not be noticed by people but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves material treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes and your desires, that on which your life centers will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, your whole body will be full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But if your eye is bad, spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid of God's precepts. So if the very light inside you, your inner self, your heart, your conscience is darkness, how great and terrible is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. 
You cannot serve God and mammon. Money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than the Lord. Therefore I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy and distracted about your life, as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow, seed, nor reap the harvest, nor gather the crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And you, who of you by worrying can add one hour to the length of his life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and the wildflowers of the field grow. They do not labour, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon, in all his glory and splendour, dressed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the, clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut down and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, what are we going to eat, or what are we going to drink, or what are we going to wear? For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But first, and most importantly, seek, aim, and strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And this is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, there is so much worry. There's so much fear and, and doubt and anxiety. And Holy Spirit, would you comfort those who are listening? Would you remind them and remind me that you do care about us and as you've clothed the field, you will clothe us. And as, as you feed birds who do not work or tithe or tax, pay taxes, Father, you will also feed us and our children and our children's children and every generation after us. Father, help us to seek your kingdom first. Father, I'm desperate to be like you. Make me like you, Holy Spirit. And all those who decide to adhere to your word, strengthen them too. Father, I thank you so much that we still have time to preach the word, to teach the word, to speak the word, hear the word and do as it says. I know that as a generation, we have worn you out the way Noah's generation wore you out. And I'm sorry that the world has become such an awful place. Reveal yourself again to us. Let the name of Jesus be praised once again. Let those who have heavy hearts come to you. Father, would you use your words to stir up passion in the hearts of believers that we would all, all share your word regularly, encourage people frequently and proclaim the gospel out loud that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the living God, the one true God still lives and still saves. Father, I thank you so much for um, ah, 
your love towards me and for the privilege of being able to read your word out loud. And every time I read your word, I remember it is living (laughs) and it challenges me still. May your name be praised today, not just in my life, but to anybody listening. And I ask you, Father, to extend your grace and your peace and your timing and your joy to all the mums listening, all the families listening, all the dads listening. Glorify yourself through us on this earth whilst there's still time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'd love to give you an opportunity to join the family of Jesus Christ, the living God, and I will be sharing the prayer of salvation with you today, which has been taken from the Everyday Life Bible, the Amplified Bible, with notes and commentary by Joyce Meyer, published by FaithWorks in New York, um, 2018. Please repeat after me, Lord Jesus, Thank you for giving your life for me and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10, 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved I believe you are the son of God and I confess you as my saviour and lord take me just as I am and work in my heart making me the person you want me to be I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in my new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you just pray that for the first time, welcome to the most wonderful, multicultural, multilingual family in the world, the family of Jesus Christ. Um, You now share um, a faith with me, an inheritance with believers across the world. God in heaven is your father. The Holy Spirit is your comforter and your friend and your guide. And Jesus is your salvation. Join a local church online. Listen to music that draws you closer to God. Worship music, gospel music. Read your Bible as many times as a day as you can. Pray often, laugh and cry with the Lord on your side. Have a fantastic day. God bless you. Bye-bye.